Welcome to Letters from the Mezzanine. My name is Sarah Zweig. Today, I am interviewing the creator and cast of the New York neo-futurist's new play, The Great American Drama. It's playing through February 5th at the ART Jeffrey and Paula Garral Theater. If we could just go around the table uh, really quick and you can introduce yourself and um, maybe like say a little bit something about why you joined the Neo-Futurists or what it means to you, that would be, that would be really great. Um, I'm Connor Sampson. I've been a Neo since uh, February 2014. I joined with Katie May, who's also here. I became a Neo-Futurist. I first interned with the Neo-Futurists in my last semester of college. Um, and it was my first experience with uh, theater that kind of broke my concept of what theater was um, in a very powerful way. And so um, I wanted to get involved, and I did get involved. And then I auditioned uh, immediately post-college, and it happened to go, all right, I guess, because <laughs> I'm sitting here. So, yeah. And you, you're writing and acting in, in Great American Drama. Correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, this is the creator of Great <laughs> American yeah. Drama. This is his brainchild. This is my, yeah, this mm-hmm. is my, my brain. This I had an idea for this crazy child. show, and these guys joined. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We said yes. <laughs> well, my name is Nicole Hill, and I have been uh, a neo-futurist since 2010 and uh, I joined the company I was actually I'd been living outside of New York for a while after I'd been living here for 20 plus years Um, ended up living in Africa for five and then in Atlanta and I had a friend that was constantly actually who was Connor my first playwriting professor at NYU was my uh, my BFF and she was constantly trying to get me to move back to New York. She says, you're playing too small, Nicole. And so she called me one morning and said, you know, I think you're a neo-futurist. And I responded, well, I've been wondering what I am. And so I went and I looked at the website and I, because I had no point of reference at all, and I thought, wow, this is really, really interesting. And I flew up uh, and they were doing um, one of their specialty shows, uh, uh, Poetry, uh, and I was fascinated by it. Uh, and I took the uh, workshop that they were giving for people that were to audition. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned and I was cast and I moved back to New York to become a neo-futurist uh, in 2010. And um, it's been a hell of a ride. <laughs> yeah, it must be not least. <laughs> uh, I'm Katie May. I joined in 2014 with Connor. We auditioned together and went through that process together, which was amazing. Um, I first saw a Neo show in about 2011 and for me it was just super accessible and there was no pretense and it was real people telling real stories about their lives Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to do that. And so I went home and made a business plan on how to infiltrate <laughs> the neo-futurists. And I had this whole plan and I was having accountability meetings with friends and we had this whole oh like, God, thing. Wow. wow. And then I got <laughs> in. Diametrically opposed. Yeah. And once, <laughs> once I got in, I was kind of like, oh, crap, now what do I do? careful what you wish for, girl. Yeah. You know, it was a huge learning curve, but it's been just such an awesome period of growth for me, um, learning this aesthetic and working with these people. Yeah. Wow, that, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I first 
became acquainted with it in college when I went to see a show with a, a group of college students and um and yeah, I just I like I fell in love with just the kind of energy and the randomness of it. So the whole kind of like mantra or mission of, of the group and correct me if I'm like over exaggerating or uh, being false um, <laughs> is that like uh, the shows are uh, you you guys really embrace like uh, quickness, right? Like speed and and motion and also. Uh, being real, right? Like, like none of you guys are mm-hmm. really playing characters mm-hmm. ever. Um, you, you are always yourselves. Um, there's this kind of like uh, celebration of of random randomness and uh, and chance, right? And yeah, we say um, our like mantras that I could rattle off in my sleep. We say uh, <laughs> chance, change, and chaos, and to like distill neo-futurism down to its like elements is uh, are we are who we are we are where we are we are doing what we're doing and the time is now so we don't pretend any of those things um in theater yeah and and the sport aspect is because uh you know in our weekly show we're in a race against the clock so um you know there is an element of sport um Mm -hmm. yeah in the yeah yeah, I'm people sure. people can get hurt. <laughs> really. and have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how does uh, Great American Drama fit into those things? Um, yeah, so uh, it's. I have a hard time even explaining my own show, but, <laughs> yeah. but I. Uh, the Great American Drama is it fits into New Futurism because it's the story of the four of us: myself, Nicole, Katie May, and our other cast member Dan McCoy. It's the story of us trying to make our show that we've titled The Great American Drama as successful as it can be. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing so, the thesis is kind of using the American dream that anyone, regardless of their given circumstance, can achieve prosperity and success through hard work and determination. So we've uh, determined, we've become determined to make this little show a giant success and as a proof of concept we've started to back in March we started to interview and survey people about what they want in their theater and what they think would make it successful and so we've spent the past however many months um, trying to incorporate uh, everything that people have said and so we have, have to date 460 60 requests. Yeah. Wow. So our 460 <laughs> people have taken our survey and they have asked for things, um, a wide spectrum of things. And we have charged ourselves with trying to give everyone what they want. So uh, in that every, sense, everyone? we... Everyone? In 90 minutes as well. In so. 90 uh-huh. minutes, yes. we have basically crowdsourced uh, the fodder for uh, creating theater um, that we're trying to uh, rise to the challenge of making it great American drama. So yeah. that is... Um, this is our great American drama. Yeah, and know. certainly our great American dream. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Did you get? I I took the survey. Um, I feel I feel like I shouldn't tell you when I took the survey because then you wouldn't know. Like you could like look back at my like, answers. I feel like I, if <laughs> you, you probably t- I could probably pick up yeah. <laughs> what my answers were. But um, uh, you you asked to rank 
like the aspects of theater that people enjoyed the most, you know, like, you know, top 10 aspects, um, what you wanted to see in a show, what you would pay to see, which was probably, I imagine you guys got really, (laughs) my my biggest regret was incorporating that question. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think think that was like the, I think that was actually one of the better questions because it actually forced me to kind of create a concrete like vision of like, okay, what do I want to see on a stage, you know, versus the other yeah. ones, which were more, like, aspects and values and stuff, and then I was like, oh, this is hard, but then, then what do I want to see? I'm like, okay, I think I know what I want to see. Please tell us. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, so curious. Yeah. I wonder if it's, a, I wonder if we've been able to incorporate it in the show. Yeah? Well, okay. Out with it. I, I doubt it, because I, I filled it out last night. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 all right. But, um, so it's definitely not in the show yet. No, no, but... Um, Which is I, an interesting thing, because there's a part where we really do talk about the people that filled it out earlier, you yeah. know, um, were, you know, like, who's been more informed yeah. as to the whole sort of process. And, you know, and so, of course, we had more time with the earlier request. Right. And, you know, now um, the onus is on us, especially now that we're up and running, to try to bring the same kind of fervor in yeah. answering these um, to something that is already constructed. So it's it's interesting to see now how we will incorporate. And, and also then, you know, because I have people that I send this survey to and, you know, I, I sometimes I'll say be be kind or, um, you know, or be, be, be thoughtful, you know, be, because um, at this point, because we have some, uh, there's also a part in the show where we talk about we're just not sure if people are just wanting to mess with us now, you know, with right. some of the things that we get, you know, and then how do you uh, address that, that with the same kind of um, focus uh, as to something that might feel more in your wheelhouse or something that is more moving to you. Uh-huh. Uh, but the thing is, is that we really are charged and challenged to try to do it all and that is then what kind of puts it in the realm of the theater sport that um, neo-futurism is uh, sort of steeped in mm-hmm. uh, you know how do we get to um, create something that is still interesting to watch on stage that still has the chance chaos and change in it because mm-hmm. as things are mounting it's like how do we how can we give people everything that they want and what I'm finding fascinating um, and I would love to like almost interview you after <laughs> you see it you know yeah. is what is it like as an audience member to well one uh, be in an audience and maybe looking for your looking for your was I represented there and then how are you also um, entertained by other people's requests because right. again you're going to know the the request was for an intimate space or the request was for live music or the request was for these things and then um, you know you how, how how are you because a lot of times we are you know we we don't go to see things. Oh, you might, you know, go to see something that is written by your favorite playwright. So, you know, they're going to maybe give you something that you like, but uh, a lot of times you just rock up and you're like, make me, you know, please me. Um, yeah. And I uh, imagine like, even if you were able to incorporate on my request, I, I don't, I imagine I wouldn't, I might still not like it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like you're just sitting and you're getting a bunch of others like, what are these, these people want this? That's just crazy. You know, I think that would be how I would sit in, in the audience. I would, yeah. But um, And the idea of like, I mean, I think everyone on the team has their own opinions of, uh, I think part of what makes theater so wonderful is being surprised. Um, and so 
if you ask for something and then we deliver it to you exactly as you said, does that ruin the, ruin the theatrical elements of it? Um, and are people, do people actually want what, hmm. what yeah, they what say they want, they want or are they, <laughs> looking, are they looking for something else, something outside of what they already know they like? Which I think ultimately they are. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, do you think it's, it's possible to create a, a drama that, like, someone, or, or, you know, I guess it's a very, like, utilitarian yeah. perspective, right? So, like, the, a drama that, like, more than half of your audience will... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think like. so. I mean, I think art is so personal and interpretive, and it's really hard to please everyone Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to try as much as we can but I feel like even from last night you know the requests that are coming contradict each other and so Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. you know we're going to have to sit down and figure out how to (laughs) mine that and problem solve that I mean these these eye bags aren't <laughs> they're opening a new show you know like we're working hard this is is trying to shift the American beyond anything that I've ever yeah. experienced um and i think uh something that was maybe intentional maybe unintentional is this idea of right that um uh the earlier requests formed the show a lot more than mm. than the ones that are coming now and mm-hmm. isn't that like a great metaphor for our country that like our country was established by these early precedents and it's so hard to change our country now because we have such a long history with these, yeah. like, earlier experiences. Huh. And so we've become really attached to the material that we've created and have been creating. And now to have uh, new re- requests, mm-hmm. we call them requests, they're just really answers to our questions. Um, but to have all of these requests come in that, really are are new and different and would really rock the boat if if we were to have to incorporate them all at once and it's almost this impossible task which is exhausting but fun (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm fun It's, it's very neo-futuristic, I think, um, in that there's this urgency and there's this problem-solving and this scrappiness of trying to do all this stuff in no amount of time. Um, yeah. And so I think that it's, um, you know, certainly for people that um, are familiar with neo-futurism, um, I think that they would, they're going to really enjoy it. And I think that people that don't have a point of reference, um, it's a great sort of point of entry to what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah. Um, and um, and I think, to me, one of the most enjoyable aspects of what we do, um, I remember seeing the first time I saw the show, you know, in that incarnation, you know, it's our attempt to do 30 short plays in 60 minutes. And so you get such a, uh, like a, a cross section of things, you know? And so there were some things that, that were definitely, I loved and certain things that I didn't, but mm-hmm. what, what the magic of it is, is that, um, all of these separate parts come together to make uh, a whole of something that is unique to that moment, unique to that night. Um, you know, um, the, the, 
shows are pulled in uh, the the pieces that we do are pulled, as you know, in random order. And so even though they're not in random order here, you're still getting this amalgam of all of these requests that were made that then ultimately ultimately. Um, Birth a show. Birth a show, you know, and so what, what's been fascinating to me is to hear the feedback of people and that there is, our goal has been to try to achieve an arc of some sort um, that is called from this disparate <laughs> bunch of requests, um, and, and it, it, it's speaking to something and will continue to morph and to change. So I think for people that love theater that want a differentiated experience, which I think ultimately we all do. Um, and certainly um, people's uh, attention spans are yeah. woefully yeah. short these days. Um, you know, you're going to get, it's like, here's a bite, here's a bite, here's a bite. You know, so you're going to get full um, uh, on, uh, what are we, we're like, we're like uh, theatrical tap, tapas. We are. <laughs> the there you go. Which is not necessarily American, but um, yeah. co opted. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. But it's cool because, like, you see the the effort and this and the strain that goes into your performances mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, <laughs> it's a strain. Yeah, it's, um, and it's very vulnerable as well. I mean, you know, we reveal a lot, a lot. Of ourselves in this show, so okay. we're on a roller coaster from start to end. And then, I mean, we say at the top of the show, there's 125 years of professional experience on our team, right? And we're very transparent with what the show's making, what the ticket sales are, so that uh, everyone in the audience can be attuned to, you know, where we are on in a. Uh, in our path to prosperity and success. And we also, like, you know, this is what last night's audience said. You know, so we're getting the reviews in, and um, and the audience oh, yeah. will vote via to, an app. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, in kind of ensuring that we're doing all of our work um, and making sure that the audience knows that we are we care about them and building our show, we, uh, like I said, (coughs) are very transparent about um, where we're coming from and all of our professional experience and all of that stuff. So when we get to moments where we're just incapable of really delivering, none of us on the team have particular particularly strong improv backgrounds, but, right, someone has asked for improv and we Mm -hmm. have to deliver. Mm -hmm. Um, And none of us have ever attempted fight choreography before, Uh but there's been a request for fight choreography. Katie Mae's rolling her eyes. There's been an attempt. (laughs) And so we... Nobody wants to get naked on stage, and yet people are out, they've asked for it Oh, that's so popular. It's one of the most popular responses. People love to watch. (laughs) And so we are in this weird predicament of trying to deliver things that are way outside of our wheelhouse, and it's uncomfortable to attempt on stage and then um i think the aspect of our show that um we haven't really discussed so far is that at the end of our show spoiler alert this is the ending um we are you gonna give it to them the ending yeah we ask we the, all die we, <laughs> no, we we ask the audience to text a number which live surveys um a response to the question, 
was the great American drama a success tonight? And mm. so the four of us watch as the numbers come in, and we get essentially a grade on our show. Last night we got an 83.77. Ooh, um, I thought it was 82. <laughs> 83.77. That's good. And then we um, take that, and then we ask them to review us. And we invite everyone in our audience you can do a Twitter to review. give us a yeah. Twitter review. Um, if they want to talk to us, if they want to email us, mm-hmm. they can send their feedback, and we use mm-hmm. that to build the show further. Yeah, yeah. so we, we, we're, we're enacting um, about four, four or five changes tonight mm-hmm. based on what, what we were told last night Yeah, um, to try to better yeah. hone it. And then I would imagine that they're... And then there's some that, um, you know, I was like, okay, I can't quite make that change for tonight, but I think I can get it in for tomorrow. Mm. Uh, and so we will continue on. It's a new show. Yeah. Yet yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm interested in this kind of idea of, like, getting everybody's feedback. You know, like, not just paying attention to, like, what Ben Brantley has to say or whatever, but, like, you know, what, like, Joe Schmo, who's never seen a Broadway show or even off-Broadway show before, like, um, do you feel like you, you give everyone the same, like, credence, like, like the same, you value everybody's criticism or reviews equally? <laughs> um, that's so hard to answer. In an well, ideal... Well, we haven't... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. In an ideal world, right, yes, we would definitely <laughs> love that, but I think it's just... It's just not... Po- I'm of the mind, and I hope... Ben Brantley, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, I'm of the mind that Ben Brantley's opinion, right, shouldn't... Ben Brantley has his own audience of people who listen to what he says. Um, And in our mission statement for our company, it says that we try to reach the unreached through theater. So there's a particular population that just doesn't enjoy theater, and we're trying to reach them and to access everyone's uh, thoughts and ideas. And so, yeah... In a perfect world, we would care about every request that comes in the same, but the nature... We, we the, are giving weight to all of them, yeah. though. We, mm-hmm. are, we are not dismissing any. Yeah, if you take the time to chime in, then we are... We're yeah, looking at it we have and to, we're, yeah, we're figuring we, out where it goes. And it has a spot in our show... It just depends where that spot lands, and that's part of the the chaos of it, you know, and the randomness. Yeah. Because some of there's some there's a lot of random thrown in there as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're we're also, um, you know, we have a um, a, uh, a, a, a an idea, a foundation of how we move forward in this. But again, um, it's like when you bring the baby home, you know, and then you have to like feed it and change it and do these things, you know, it's like it, this is all happening in real time. How do we take, like, say, if we get conflicting things, say you wrote a review and you loved a piece and somebody else wrote a review, they hated the same piece. How do we then, you know, deal with those conflicting things? Or if something, you know, mm-hmm. so we were just having a conversation about that earlier today. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of this is, it's all happening in real time at this juncture. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of, you know, but our, what the, the we're holding our feet to the fire of 
of, of trying, you know. <laughs> it's an experiment. Yeah, it's experimental know? theater at its most glorified best. Yeah, I mean, do you guys feel like you're trying to make a, like a quote-unquote good show? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Oh. I mean, okay. yeah, we're not trying to put up something bad. And it needs to be and it needs to be watchable. And that's been one of yeah. the things is like because again, if you take you talk about too many cooks, you know, uh, and yet 460. Cooks. Right. But so they have 460 cooks all thrown in, you know, so, but then it's honest. It's like, all right, well then how can we make a hella goulash? Now I've gone from tapas mm-hmm. to goulash, but still um <clears throat> we are the melting pot and um and that we are trying to take all of that and it's fascinating to see how you know we we took the earlier the earlier requests and built a show and now we're 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 honing it and shaving it and trimming it and doing these things but it it has a very unique arc of its own it has a lot of uh, a lot of beauty it has a lot of humor it has all of the has all of the things and so yeah. now people get to uh, witness all of the things and comment on them and then from what we are what we're given of that we get to because I think ultimately what what we want to do is like we want to make it better if you know like are we an 87 what do we know I, I bumped it up to an 87 every 83 point something you know is um not bad and considering you know a first preview I was like these are some kind people yeah thank you I mean we really did we were sitting there saying Refresh it again? Are you are you sure? Um, but it was. And I cried. We yeah. were crying because I think because you know I felt so proud in that moment that we had accomplished the end That's of done. the show and it felt really good to get that. Like the stakes are there for us. This is our. We've sacrificed so much to kind of put together yeah. a show and we've put so much of our personal um, selves into it that we really are invested in its success. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And we, yeah, we're very upfront with where, who we are as humans and mm-hmm. where we are. Mm-hmm. And Nicole happens to be an unemployed nanny right now. She just... Um, yeah, she's looking for work, <laughs> um, and I quit my job to work full time in the show. And it's not—it wasn't a um, financially responsible decision. But in order to, there's only so much time that can be put on building a show and constantly building a show. And um, work ha- work includes time. And if you ask us to put a celebrity in the show to cast a celebrity, mm-hmm. we've contacted. Uh, an enormous amount of celebrities. And if you are a celebrity or no one, um, <laughs> yeah, well. feel free to come. You'll only have to sit on stage. What do you say? For any amount of, uh, any length of time during the course of the show, and we won't interact with you, you'll have no lines and no further equipment. Email me at katymayatnynet.org. <laughs> so, right, we, we have been actively searching to put a celebrity in our show, but our given circumstances are that we just no sure. one's going to listen to us yeah. right and then of course the, the, then there was a request for nude celebrities and so then there's well, Jack that Boosie. Jack, yeah, Jake, Jake Boosie Jake Boosie yeah Gary Busey's progeny okay um, what are they going to come play uh, maybe maybe Laurie Metcalf wrote back right who Laurie Metcalf oh yeah 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 she was but anyway, sorry, off topic. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> come see the the maybe Behind celebrities. The <laughs> um, uh, the other part of the of the whole piece that 
that we haven't really addressed is like the link to the American dream because a lot of the questions on this on the survey were also you know um, how can we make theater profitable right or mm -hmm. how, how do we make money as theater artists mm -hmm. um, how uh, what, what's your definition of the American dream and or, or do you believe in it and um, and so what what connections like it is the structure of the play and and the kind of like constant revision and reflection and uh, create chaos of it, like, reflective of, of what you guys feel the American dream is? Um, so I think we found, we put those questions into the survey to get a, um, a, cons a, a response from the people who are interacting with our show, whether they see it or not, about how they feel about the American dream. So as just to take a temperature on on what's out there. And what came back was an overwhelmingly negative um, view on the American dream. And I think everyone in this room right now has an idea of whether the American dream is a real conceit or not. Um, personally, I don't believe in the American dream, but I do think it's an interesting concept mm -hmm. and it's an interesting concept to test and so um, especially especially given in the, in a theatrical community we are very blessed right we are a part of a, a nonprofit company that makes money and is able to make and produce theater and so we in the in the spectrum of if we're looking at theater companies and theater makers as a class system we are not the 1%. We're not Broadway. Mm -hmm. But we're not poverty. And so we sit somewhere in this American landscape of theater makers. And so to make a show, uh, to make our dreams come true, right, we're, we want to climb that scale. And breaking down success into its factions, it's, uh, I, I mean, I would say I'm no... Uh, I have no authority over it, but right, financial success is an a aspect that we consider in the American dream. Um, legacy is something that mm. we consider in the American dream, and quality, um, whether it's quality of life or quality of product. And in this metaphor of our show, the quality of product, um, the financial success, and the legacy that it will lead is really what we are trying to create and build and grow. Mm. And I think you're right in that there is a, a metaphor in there, um, <laughs> as you described. And uh, when you come and see the show, I'd love to hear. <laughs> I'd love to hear from, from you and, and see uh, see how you feel that that metaphor um, lines up against what your ideas of the American dream are, hmm. because it's a very personal experience yeah. for everyone. Hmm. Thank you very much. Um, you guys are at uh, the AOT Theater on 53rd Street. Mm -hmm. 53rd and 10th <laughs> Avenue, brand new theater. We are only the second uh, show that's been in there. Um, and so it's it's exciting to be a part. That's part of um, certainly um, uh, an American dream. You know, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful thing uh, for an artist uh, in, the, in the new year and in the wake of the new administration to be able to make art yeah. and to, you know, be, um, uh, Connor, you know, starts uh, off the show saying, you know, I'm, I'm here in a theater on uh, 53rd 
uh, street, you know, what did you say? It's a couple of, uh, I'm living a dream. 53rd street and 10th Avenue, which is to say that I'm living a dream, give or take a couple of avenues. <laughs> yeah, maybe Trump should come and see the show and then tweet about that too. Like, oh. he is very much like the, the uh, kind of like reviewer or like reviewer in chief, oh, you know? It's terrifying. I, <laughs> right. um, Could you imagine his Twitter review? Oh my God. Well, especially because, um, yeah, he's referenced. He's the, referenced every, a lot, every right? now and then. So, um, and then yeah. to be, I mean, to. To be on a team of people working on a show called The Great American Drama on November 9th was just oh, uh, the the layers of of emotions was and horror of just like right you're you're sitting there as a human being and all of your backgrounds trying to deal with it and then like the day after having to reflect on the fact that. Oh fuck! We have. To, I'm sorry, I don't mean to swear. Oh, but yeah, we but have, somebody's being sworn in, so there's that. But like, <clears throat> like I have to deal with this in my life, and I have to now deal with this on this huge project. That yeah, yeah that on. week we had said, all right, we're gonna we can start capping our writing right now. I think that we 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 we're at a point to where we can, you know, basically start. To, to, we've laid the foundation and now let's move to the next level, um, whatever that might be. And then the universe was like, <laughs> you know, yeah, now deal, deal with this, you know. Yeah. And so it really was a, a, a fascinating place to be as an yeah. artist again to say, wow, the great American drama, here we go. Right. But I, I was trying to think, like, if, if anything, the one interesting or I don't want to say good thing but like interesting thing that's come out of this is like people really paying attention to paying attention to what they watch and like and and how he's watching things and I I like I was seeing articles about whether or not you should watch the inauguration right or like what mm-hmm. what it means like if, if there is there a politics about like whether you choose to watch or not and can you watch it like with a critical lens or, or are you just like is watching also participating or, and mm-hmm. like condoning it and and I was I was really interested in that conversation I'm really glad that kind of thing is taking place and also the fact that he's like known he's watching all this entertainment and he's reviewing all of all, all of the site television and random stuff like I think that's a kind of um weird place to be as as people who care about the arts and and like it's actually kind of maybe potentially good for us, <laughs> um, but also, but as long as there's no, um, you know, silencing of art, the right. arts and the press. But that's yeah, that's what I'm kind of yeah. nervous about. I feel right. like I'm in a bad John Carpenter film. Like I wanted to live in America my whole life, and now <laughs> I'm here. It's turned oh, into no. freaking Back to the Future <laughs> with Biff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys are at ART on fifty third and tenth uh, through February fifth. Um, Jeffrey and Paula Garal Theater. Yes. And Go tickets to- are on our website www.nynfnewyorkneofuturists.org. Yay! All right. Thank you guys. Thanks, Bethany.